0: huge news for the Hoosiers Xavier Johnson granted a sixth year of eligibility where now does that leave the Hoosiers heading into next season you are locked on Hoosiers your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers part of the locked on podcast network your team every day What is up everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host as always, Jacob. I want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every single day. The big news of Wednesday was that uh, surrounding Xavier Johnson officially, finally, granted, a medical hardship waiver. We thought it would be coming in the very near future in this month. They snuck it in here. It was toward the end of the month, but ultimately the Hoosiers and Xavier finally find out his fate. Press release from IU on Wednesday, uh, Indiana university senior point guard, Xavier Johnson has been granted an extra year of eligibility. If the NCAA approved a medical hardship waiver, For the 2022-23 season, a season in which he only played 11 games. Uh, From Mike Woodson, a quote, uh, We're very happy for Xavier and his family and can't wait to have him be a key member of our program next season. I know this year was challenging for him, but he brought a positive attitude every day, and I believe he will bring a great deal to our team next season because of the adversity he has faced. A lot to discuss. We're going to today just kind of the fallout from this and and what it means for the Hoosiers moving forward. I think a lot of us anticipated he would get this, uh, this sixth year, but ultimately it wasn't guaranteed. What I would say first is just general happiness and excitement that Xavier Johnson's back. He's an easy person to root for and not having him on the court last season and, and particularly seeing him have to be sidelined through everything IU experienced last year that was rough and I'm not even Xavier Johnson who actually had to go through that and had to not actually be able to play the game so that was it was unfortunate to see for a number of reasons I think uh he is someone that can positively impact this team in a lot of ways he could have positively impacted last year's team as well if you take a look at IU scholarship situation uh, we had been kind of assuming that he would get a 60 year of eligibility. so in terms of what I have been showing you guys, the screenshots you might have seen for me nothing changes because Xavier Johnson has always been at the top of this list. Uh this is his super senior sixth year. There are no more years left for Xavier, but it means the Hoosiers have three remaining scholarships open. Uh this is this is a, a really important decision to go IU's way. If nothing else, this kind of steadies the ship a little bit. IU is losing an extreme amount of just like production just like players leadership losing trace losing race losing Miller those are senior leaders those are guys that have been around that were those they were the guys that were steadying the ship for the Hoosiers last year IU was a very veteran team and something we haven't really talked about a lot IU won't really be that next season uh, depending unless they bring in some Transfers, I'm not expecting. You can look at this. We have one super senior, two seniors, Trey Galloway and Anthony Leal, and then uh, one junior that wasn't even with the program. So this is is not going to be a team that has a ton of experience, nor does it have a lot of experience together. So that makes Xavier Johnson returning – very important in a, in a number of ways. He's going to be the guy that can help, uh, be that leading force more than anything that he's going to provide offensively, defensively, statistically to this team. He's now going to be the senior leader of this team. And IU needed that as much as they needed anything else. Uh, they needed someone that there's going to be no doubt. Just like this season, there was no doubt. It was Trace Jackson Davis's team. There's going to be no doubt next season. It is Xavier Johnson's team for better or for worse. Maybe uh, I know it's been a wild ride at times with Xavier, but this is going to be his team next season. And I, you needed, IU really did need that. They needed some to be able to turn to someone. Cause if Xavier doesn't come back, that is a very cloudy picture. Uh, you don't really have a whole lot of leadership, and that would have been a really, really rough season next year. There's already some questions about the season, and uh, there's obviously more transfers that could come in. I use going to have more transfers come in. They're not going to have three open uh, scholarship spots by the end of the summer, but without Xavier, this would have been really rough. So, having someone that can be that guiding force now is going to be. It is really important and it's going to be a huge boost for Indiana next season. Now, having said all that about the type of leader he's going to be, he's going to be a productive player next season. Let's talk about what he can bring to this roster and why on the court, not just as a leader or in the locker room or anything like that on the court, he's a really important player to have. And again, A player that IU really could have used this season, obviously that's in the past, but uh, if IU wants to play the way that we think they want to play, they're going to need Xavier Johnson. They're going to need a lot of Xavier Johnson. So we'll discuss what that looks like, what type of role he might have on the team next season. Before we do any of that, you guys know how much we love built bars around here. You everydayers hear us talk about it. You might remember last week when we were teasing a big announcement. It is the Built Puffs Bites. If you guys want to head on over to Built.com, you can get some of those Built Puffs. But just a couple of them. If you want the bite size version of them. Look, Built Bars are, are healthy and tasty. There are no catches here, even though it seems like it. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They taste like candy bars. At the same time only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. The best part is you can head to built.com. You can buy some bites, uh, some puff bites. You can pick whatever flavor you want, but if you don't want to go through all that hassle and then have to wait for your box to arrive, head to Walmart, head to Sam's club. They're now available at both locations, a four bar box at Walmart Cookies and cream, double chocolate bar, or coconut puff. If you're near a Sam's Club, 13 bar box, brownie batter puff, and churro puff. Head over there today or head online if you are really picky and want to. There's a specific flavor you guys love, whatever it may be. Pick out some built bars for you today and thank me later. Big thanks to all of you guys for making us your first listen. Every single day, every dayers. Uh, tomorrow on the show, I assume at some point we're going to hear some more transfer rumors. I keep teasing it. IU has to add people at some point. Uh, so, whenever that starts to happen and we get some more transfer rumors, we'll discuss that as well. And if IU offers more recruits, we'll be on that. We have another one to talk about at the end of this show. Before we do that, Let's talk a little bit more about Xavier Johnson. Obviously the big news of the day. One thing that's interesting, and our friends over at Crimson Corey, we've had them on the show before. We might get them back on the show this summer. One thing that uh, they did point out, they referenced a quote from back in late March when it was still uncertain if Xavier was going to be back or not. Uh, It was a quote from Mike Woodson that described Xavier as another coach. That was the exact words he used, quote, another coach. On the sideline, you're now going to take that player and put them on the floor. Uh, I don't think you can, as we look at this now, you can't overstate how valuable it's going to be to have Xavier Johnson on the floor next season. Uh, Mike Woodson said he was really helpful with Jalen Hutchefino and the other ball handling guards. Ayu's going to need a lot of ball handling this year. They have a point guard in Gabe Cups coming in. That's a perfect person for Xavier Johnson to mentor. That's huge in that right. That Gabe Cups gets to play alongside, behind, practice with Xavier Johnson now. Because that's a great guard to learn from. We mentioned, if nothing else, he brings experience to a roster that lacks it. Uh, IU can't really be picky in the transfer portal. So, I, I mean, it's anybody's guess if they really add experience. But even if they do add upperclassmen... It's different than adding kind of Big Ten experience, unless it's someone from the Big Ten, which it could be, but nothing indicates that it is right now. So, Xavier Johnson has that. He has that experience with Indiana in 21-22. He only played 11 games last year. It's hard to really even look at his stats last year because, largely speaking, they were in meaningless games. Uh, He played really well against Xavier. 23 points, seven rebounds. He played well against UNC 20 points, eight rebounds, four assists. The two biggest games he played in, he was really good. That probably wasn't the two biggest games. Cause he did play in the Arizona game. He had 11 points and 11 assists, really struggled to shoot the ball in that game, but 11 assists jumps out and then got injured in the Kansas game. So, he had decent showings in his three biggest games. It's it's of note. I, there were some signs of it, of there being a bit of a struggle with him and Jalen hood, Shafino adapting, maybe not from Jalen. I I think Jalen looked pretty good from day one. It was Xavier trying to kind of adapt to him at times that didn't look as well. That's out the window. Xavier is the point guard. Barring a really drastic change in change in the transfer portal, Xavier is going to be the guy, the point guard, and you play off of him next season. So that is a, the role he was in in the twenty one twenty two season, and we saw him have a lot of success in that, especially at the end of the year. If you look back to the final. Uh, I'm bringing up now the final 10 games of the season, including the tournament. Uh, Xavier averaged 16.6 points, six assists, four rebounds, shot 42% from the field, but 41% from the three point line, scored in double figures in every game, uh, and was really big in IU pushing on into the tournament and earning that berth. So, This is I mean Xavier's an all Big Ten caliber type of guy like he's probably going to be on the all Big Ten preseason preseason teams and watch lists and honorable mentions and stuff his name's going to be mentioned he's that caliber of a player and the Hoosiers get him back now which is massive for a roster that was losing so much we've talked a lot about the type of guards IU needs next season um We'll talk maybe a little bit more about Xavier uh, this summer as well when we kind of start to project towards uh, next season. But um, Xavier is exactly the type of guard we keep discussing that IU needs. A point of attack uh, defender and a point of attack offensive player and that he's going to get to the rim. He can beat guys off dribble. He has a feel of when to dish, of when to try to finish at the rim. He's good enough finishing at the rim. So this is exactly the type of guy that Mike Woodson seems to be targeting in terms of a point guard. There wasn't, a, I think, a lot of my optimism from uh, for Xavier coming back is the fact that IU hasn't really been – going after like a point guard point guard Caleb Love's the only one and I don't know that that really got all that serious so it always felt like Xavier Johnson was coming back he shot 53.7% at the rim in 2122 which is average to above average mainly uh there was not really a sample size last season he only took 17 shots or excuse me 34 shots at the rim and he made 17 of them. It's 50%, but I mean that there that isn't a, a much of a sample size for him. So he's a above average finisher at the rim, a guy that can get to the basket. He's going to have to have to he's going to have to cut out the foul trouble, which I think has plagued him a lot especially in some big games. I you might have some point guard depth to handle it. That's been part of the problem before is that IU hasn't had point guards, and then he immediately goes and gets two fouls, and it's been really frustrating. But he'll have to cut a little bit of that out. But outside of that, I'm excited to see what Xavier Johnson looks like in the offense Mike Woodson wants to run, and in an offense that is going to be more suited to him. Again, I keep saying this. Trace was amazing. We needed to play through Trace. Race Thompson, Miller Cop. Those guys were good. We had to play with the roster we had. It wasn't a roster that was conducive to allowing Xavier Johnson to su- succeed. He's at his best getting by his defender, getting downhill, and getting to the rim. There were a lot of bodies in the way. If IU is going to spread the floor out, Xavier Johnson's going to flourish next season. And if you look, think back, excuse me, to that 21 22 season, it felt a lot of times, especially towards the latter end of the season iu kind of went as as xavier johnson went if he was playing well then iu was playing well if he was playing poorly then iu was going to struggle and so if if that was the case even when it was Trace jackson davis's team that's certainly going to be the case when it was when it's going to be xavier johnson's team this is a little bit of kind of confirmation bias because you're going to lose games if you're not Shooting well anyway, but in wins, he shot 44% from the field, 48% from the three-point line, and losses, 35% from the field, 22% from the three-point line. So, I mean, part of that, like I said, you lose when you play bad, so it's not necessarily a correlation there. But that does show, when he played well, IU won games. So, that's going to be even further the case, I think, next season. I'm really excited to have him back, because I'm sure you guys can tell... We'll have a lot more time to talk about him in this summer, but that's a huge win for Indiana to get Xavier Johnson back. That feels like it calms things down a little bit. I think IU has a better sense of what it has going into next season. One big question mark just got erased off the board for the Hoosiers. Wouldn't you know it, after we recorded yesterday's episode, once we got unrecording, IU went and offered someone else. So we have another recruit to talk to you guys about that uh, is in the 2025 class plus a top 2024 recruit talking about the Hoosiers. We'll do both those things here in a moment. So the Hoosiers offered a kind of late Tuesday night 2025 – recruit alex alston you guys are going to be absolutely shocked to hear this my everydayers out there are, are know exactly how i'm going to describe this player he's six nine. he's a wing 170 pounds he's a little bit more of a twig than some of these other guys but someone that's really hit a growth spurt in the last year grown a couple inches um this is the the trend of the week And the guys that the Hoosiers have been targeting has been wings almost exclusively with like one or two exceptions. Uh, Austin played at the Nike EYBL circuit. Gazir Roseman was the one who watched him this past weekend. Scouting report on him is pretty sparse, uh, as with, as is the case on kind of 2025 players that aren't at the top, top of the, uh, of the recruiting boards, but he's a wing shooter, not a kind of stretch four, which I mean, he's 6'9, 170. You, you can look at that, and I could have told you that he is not a stretch four. Uh, he did shoot 56% from three, uh, 19 of 34 over the five games at the Nike EYBL. So, a really good shooter, and if you're a nine shooter, you're going to have a high release point, and it's going to be really hard to block shots. So, intriguing in that aspect. Again, though, this fits so many M.O.s of what we've seen the Hoosiers recruit. A wing? This one's a shooter instead of a, the athlete defensive player type. But a six, six to 6'9 wing is what we keep seeing. Are you clearly... I I don't want to reiterate everything I said on Tuesday's episode, especially for you guys that tune into that. But or excuse me, on Wednesday's episode. But IU very clearly is going after wings. Asanul, a name you guys might remember. Uh, he's more of a power forward, but he is one of the very best recruits in the 2024 class. He is a five star recruit. He spoke about IU recently. Uh, to two, four, seven sports. It was on Wednesday. They released an article talking about, um, the who well talking about his recruitment, but they asked about each school. Here's what he had to say about IU quote. They had a run of March madness and they're one of my strongest relationships too. I've been close with coach Yassir Rosamond for a year and a half. Now that relationship is strong. So what you want to hear about a, uh, top, almost top 10 recruit talking about your school on his decision, he said, quote, I'll probably make my decision this summer. It'll be wherever God leads me and wherever, whenever the time is good. When I do make my decision, it won't be for the name, but because of the right fit and the decision for myself. So they, uh, that I that feels like good news. Um it these 2024 recruits are gonna start committing this summer. We'll find out how well IU did to lay some of this groundwork. The one thing of note with Newell, Montvert Academy. And that that keeps popping up, and that doesn't seem like a coincidence. IU very clearly is targeting Montverde Academy, especially after the success with Jalen Hood Shafino. Malik Renew looks someone set for a big sophomore season. Not only is IU going back to that well and getting guys that are, were immediately ready to play in the NBA, you go to Montverde Academy or excuse me, not the NBA the, uh in college, you go there, you learn how to play. You're immediately ready to contribute. Also Montverde's like just really good. <laughs> like there's not a lot of science there. They, they have some of the best players, but It also matters to the guys at Montverde that I use always around that they see Jalen went there and he had success and he immediately went to the NBA. That type of stuff matters. We've talked about it mattering. I feel like it probably matters more for guys at Montverde because that's even more similar to the path they want to take. So we'll keep an eye on Austin Newell and uh, his potential decision. It sounds like it's going to come in the next handful of months. Hopefully it leads to the Hoosiers. Last thing of note, just a fun little tidbit. A.J. Moye is uh, joining the coaching staff at Valparaiso. Uh, He's, I mean, obviously everybody knows who he is from his playing time with the Hoosiers. Uh, He had been coaching in California, coaching some high schools. He'd also been training players. Nick Young, uh, Drew Holiday, both NBA players, past and present. He also worked with Kobe Bryant at the Mamba Sports Academy. So he has a, a history coaching, but he joins the Valpo coaching staff up there. So just a fun story. Nothing specifically related to IU, but I think everybody IU fans love AJ Moyer, and it's cool to see him furthering his coaching career and excited to see what's down the line for him. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. dayers. I'm, I'm rolling the dice that we're going to have some transfer news or rumors on Friday's episode. So we will have that for tomorrow. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, subscribing to the podcast, leaving a rating and review, all of that great stuff. As always, hope everybody has a terrific Thursday. And most importantly, Elio.